As we have previously noted, many books on leadership possess a self-help or personal development quality. For that reason alone, it is worthwhile to consider the motivations that drive a person to pursue a position of leadership. There is much to commend when a person tries to be good at what he or she does. There is nothing wrong with the ambition to become a leader, nor is there anything wrong in encouraging it. The best qualities of the great leaders are the best qualities of the human race. Strength in the face of adversity, confidence, tenacity, intelligence, analytical ability, the ability to communicate together with a commitment to fairness and justice. These are all elements of the finest leaders, and no one would likely go wrong in attempting to develop any or all of these character attributes. Moreover, those who seek to lead are invariably those who seek to excel in their chosen field. As the legendary football coach Vince Lombardi observed, The quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence, regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. The early history of many recent political leaders shows how they struggled to acquire these skills. Neither Winston Churchill, during his early years, nor Margaret Thatcher, even during her early political career, showed many early signs of greatness. Yet each became dominant political figures on the world stage. Stating that both Churchill and Thatcher had to work to become great leaders is no critical reflection upon them, for it is surely a greater accomplishment to have become a great leader through hard work than through an accident of genetics. Very often, people become prominent as leaders only late in their lives. This is particularly true of business and military leaders. Individuals such as Akio Morita, the co-founder of Sony Corporation, Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart, General Norman Schwarzkopf, and Field Marshal Bernard Montgomery came to public notice only late in their careers. Like many a great artist or writer, each would no doubt say that they spent virtually the whole of their lives achieving overnight success. The first step in becoming a leader is to develop a positive attitude toward one's own ability. A person who believes that he or she can lead is more likely to be followed than a person who is filled with self-doubt. Unless a man or woman believes in himself, others are unlikely to believe in him or be prepared to follow his lead. In this respect, the first thing that holds a person back from becoming a leader is lack of self-belief. As will be discussed in greater detail below, in leadership, as in many other aspects of political behavior, perception is largely reality. Those who are perceived as leaders will take on positions of leadership. A person who wishes to become a leader must learn how to accentuate those features of his or her personality that indicate an ability to lead. To do so consistently, a person must know himself, that is, have a clear understanding of his own strengths and weaknesses. The ability to lead is enhanced by working to develop those strengths and to correct and improve upon those weaknesses on a daily basis. A person who wishes to become a leader must train to be one. He must learn to become the person that he wishes to be. The second step in becoming a leader is to acquire the requisite knowledge and skills. Knowledge with respect to the operations and environment of the organization as well as concerning its ongoing business and affairs is crucial. A person emerges as a leader when that person possesses the critical skill sets that are perceived by others as necessary or expedient to bring about a successful conclusion of a particular situation. As will be discussed in greater detail in Chapter 4, one of the fundamental skills of effective leadership is the ability to communicate.
This skill well illustrates the blend between natural ability and acquired skill. Some people do seem to communicate more effectively than others. However, no person is born able to speak any language, and all adults have at least some ability to communicate.